You are listening to the Inside Out Podcast. Brent Kimball and Michael Anderson discuss all things living the gospel with those inside of the family of God and bringing the gospel to those outside of the family of God. Let's live Inside Out. Hey everybody, welcome to episode 76 of the Inside Out Podcast. I am here joined as always by Brent Kimball, but we do have a guest on the show, one of our favorite guests of the Inside Out podcast, Jordan Robert Paris. That's not even a guess at your middle name. That is your middle name. <laughs> How's it going? True. You feeling good? Feeling good. Okay. Yeah. Okay. This is this is a hectic week in youth ministry for you, simply because winter camp is coming up this weekend. So two questions. Are you excited and are you ready? Yes and yes. Just the type of lengthy response I've come to expect from you when you're on well, this you podcast. Well, you asked a yes or no question. <laughs> So. I'll, I'll, I'll yeah. add to this. I'll let my voice be heard to this. This guy sitting next to me, listen, vast listening audience, this guy sitting next to me is, if there's a storm brewing, I'm telling you right now, he's calm in the midst of the storm. I was prepared. We have a monthly lunch, working lunch meeting, Jordan and I, just like Michael and I do. Uh-huh. But today was was the one that Jordan and I uh, went on. And um, and I I was fully expecting going into this day for him to say, Brent, is there any way we can postpone this? I've got so much to do for camp. I just can't I just can't do it all. And I was ready to say, hey, no problem, man, and um, and go for it. But I asked him. I said, Are we on today? He's like, For sure, hundred percent. And um, and so if there's a storm, this dude is calm under the st- in the storm. And um, but I think I think that. So Jordan is a, uh, a high C on the DISC profile. Yep. So his ability to think through details and administrate those details is abnormally high. Mm-hmm. It, he is, he is um, skilled at many things. That's one of them, managing details. And it's because he's a note taker, right? Yep. Using our, um, our the, just one of the loves of our lives known as ClickUp, oh, right? Can't get our, our project and task management software that we use as a staff, which is very beneficial. You, you laugh though, Jordan, you wouldn't describe it as a love of your life? Not the love of my life, but a part of my life, yes. It is a very important yes. part of our lives, and Jordan is prolific on ClickUp. Yes, is it, is it a child you tolerate? Does that? <laughs> I would also add the meeting, I got a PB&J burger, and it was pretty good. So that was another benefit. Okay. Just figured I'd add that. Yeah. Because you suggested it. So. Yeah. We went you know. down to Temperate Habits, which is a local restaurant here that now is one of Jesse and I's favorites. Here's interest. Last, our last monthly meeting, I'm looking now at Michael. I asked him where he wants to go. He doesn't know. He never knows. And I say, hey, why don't we go to this place? And then and, Can I and he defend goes, my honor? It's I've a- never been there before. The last three places that I've suggested, you then say to me, I've never been there. I'm like, wait a second. How have you? I could understand how you've never been to Temperate Habits. Mm-hmm. It's new. Mm-hmm. But Calico Cupboard? Wow. He had never been there. What was the other one? Um... Anywhere? No, I don't know. just recently we went, and you said, "I've never been there." It was Il Granio. It was that was one of them. No, that was that for was Christmas. A, yeah, but that was another I hadn't been there went. either. But uh, anyway, any but anyway, I have three young children, and we went out to dinner or to dinner with them. I think for the last time in 
in May of last year, like to a restaurant restaurant. We had to wait to get a table and they were dying. They were just going, I can't do this. Make it stop. And then we had to wait to get our food. It was a legit pizza place. So it's probably about a 45 minute wait. And it was like, I mean, it wasn't like herding cats. It was managing dying cats at that point. They were just. You just made that up. I did. Yes. I did. But it's not a saying. If anybody is wondering, is managing dying cats a saying? It's not a saying. <laughs> it, it, Michael it, just made that up right this it, second. It is a saying now. We just made it into one. <laughs> and so we just, I don't know. We don't, I don't experience local culture. So I'm, I'm glad I have you to be my guide to the local Skagit restaurant culture. Yes. So there's good restaurants here in the Valley, but there's also a lot of great things happening at CSM. So Jordan, this is one of the reasons why we wanted to pull you onto the podcast today is because I get to see these things. I have obviously a look into the scheduling and planning of these things, but I saw that CSM Vision Night happened a couple weeks ago. Yes. And just kind of saw a post about it on social media. And then Brent was mentioning how it was just, it was a great night. Uh, really, not just for the youth ministry, but for the church as a whole, as there was just a lot of parents and, and teenagers and, and and family there that got to hear really the vision for CSM for, for 2022. So we have a, a all-church vision night. Kind of take us through what the CSM vision night looked like and, and, and uh, your goals for this year, maybe. Yeah, it was a regular, on a regular Wednesday where we have our youth gatherings. But uh, yeah, we basically just had time to eat dinner and connect and i feel like that's just a really good time because families are invited for parents to connect with one another because a lot of times parents don't even know each other and so we just had time to eat for about 30 minutes uh shout out to the food team did a phenomenal job there and then after that uh, we spent the next hour singing gospel songs and then talking about some of the stuff we did this last year in 2021 uh, and then a lot of the stuff that we're going to be continuing to do and some new stuff that we're doing in 2022 so i mean there's a multitude of things i could share uh Mm -hmm. about how we're growing together with discussions that we have on sundays whether it's going touch with the gospel with our short-term mission or supporting a group home um but yeah it was just a really celebratory night and lots of energy and lots of good food and good people yeah from all the the pictures it looked like just a great interactive night with a lot of different voices speaking into the different areas i saw that you had danny Needham here, who is, is our foster church missions team lead. Stephanie Duvall, I think she was yeah. sharing. She's youth leader. Um, Brent, you were here that night. I mean, yeah. What? yeah, I was so impressed with the overall atmosphere as well as the, I mean, Jordan's leadership on that was really, it really was notable having, uh, so you mentioned uh, Stephanie Duvall and Danny Needham. The Trumans also spoke. The Pounds spoke. Uh, Jordan's dad, Bob Paris, spoke. Um, maybe others as well but that's just off the top of my head and and they all spoke on specific areas as we talk about in the in the as a whole church about how we want to live the gospel of those inside the family of god and bring the gospel to those outside the family of god our csm has used that language but kind of personalized it for them about growing in the gospel and going with the gospel and so every the whole night was kind of those two big main prongs there and it was just so inspiring and and maybe this the start of the night itself set this the stage for it because there were so many people here jordan was set up for a good crowd and uh, there were so many additional people here 
that we had to set up, we, I didn't set them up, uh, a bunch of people set up tables in the back, mm. which is where Jesse and I end up sitting with, uh, with others. And, um, and just to be able to sit in the back, take it all in. I mean, it was, it was really an inspirational night. I'm very uh, grateful and excited about what God is doing in and through City Point Student Ministry. Yeah, yeah. And it's, again, uh, in part, there's, there's a lot of exciting things going on and, and due to your leadership, Jordan. And so we're definitely thankful for that. It's a great time to be a part of that ministry. So uh, with, with camp coming up, uh, we're looking to hear more good things. But that reminds me, the idea of leadership this has been kind of a theme for us here at the beginning of 2022, Brent. And you shared with us as a staff um, some leadership thoughts and ideas that I had not heard before. So sh- share with the rest of us. Yeah. So I've got a, you asked me a couple of weeks ago on the podcast, live in the moment, which is not abnormal for you. Do you have any goals? And um, I'm like, I think my immediate response was none that I'm sharing right this minute. <laughs> but I do, I do have some goals personally as well as um, professionally. And one of the things that I've, um, I'm aspiring to this year is um, is to. I'm a reader as as Jordan is, as, as you are, and um, I, I like to have some form of pleasurable reading, um, also some for, form of personal development, professional development reading. And I've been, I've been thinking about and praying about what are we going to read possibly as a staff this year together? What are our elders going to read together? And so I started thinking about um, what, what that might look like. And I was drawn to a book that I read several years ago by a notable author named Ken Blanchard. And uh, his, he, in my mind, he's most famous for his one-minute manager uh, teachings, and, um, which is really, a, I think, a pretty solid concept. Um, not pretty solid. It's really solid. And so I started reviewing that and researching that uh, book that I read before and, and researching in the sense of what else maybe does he have. And I came across the, the, the I didn't know this, but the One Minute Manager is actually like a trilogy. There's mm-hmm. three books in that series. Um, Leadership and the One Minute Manager is the one that I had read before. Then there's Self-Leadership uh, and the One Minute Manager. And then there's the One Minute Manager develops high-performing teams. And so I bought those other two, read them. They're, they're actually pretty short, easy reads, um, but really some powerful teaching. And so back to my goal, if I can get back to that, my goal this year has been to not just read a book, glean something from it momentarily or longer, and then move on to the next one, but to become kind of a, if you will, a content expert. I want to take the principles from uh, uh, from that book and a book and uh, and truly ingrain them into my my leadership my administration of the church and so um, and so I landed on the one minute manager stuff and so I am I'm going to be I'm, I have been digging in and trying to incorporate these things into my own life and then disseminate that. Uh, to our staff, and so this last week we started the the um, 
the journey of self-leadership and the one-minute manager. And I started that at what you guys know as our lookup meetings. So we organize our weekly staff meetings um, with this, um, with this uh, uh, idea of looking. And so, uh, and so one week we look back at the previous month and we do some evaluation, look at uh, everything from finances to attendance to guest retention and all of that sort of stuff. And we kind of have our metrics that we're, you know, looking through on that. Then we look ahead. That's a, a 30 day look up, look out to like where are we, where are we uh, heading and do we have the personnel and the resources and all of that stuff in place. And then on the third Tuesday, we look up for the sake of growing in our relationship with God, in our leadership development, and in our personal development as a staff. And then we look around on the fourth week, and maybe I got look around and look ahead mixed up. I can't remember. I'm, I'm talking without my notes, right? Yeah. And, uh, but that's one of them, is, is to look um, around, look ahead. But the look, the look ahead is a 90-day lookout, mm-hmm. right? We look out 90 days and um, make sure that what we said we wanted to do when we planned the calendar back, you know, on the annual cycle, is that still what we want to do? And are we on track to do those things? Yeah. And then the look around is the 30-day look. Yeah. So anyway, so this last week was the look up meeting, and I started to introduce the self-leadership and the one-minute manager. And um, I don't know, I think it's going to become an integral part of the life of City Point Church, at least in those inner workings, uh, because I'm going to introduce this to the elders as well, and um, and so when when uh, the author Ken Blanchard and he has co-authors as well in these in these works, but he talks about the necessity for self leadership within the culture of an organization, and of course we would look at that with regard to the church and say, you know, we want the church to be healthy and strong, and in order for the church to be healthy and strong then the people that are getting paid to serve the church and to lead the church need to be able to lead themselves uh, very well. And so just talk, it's, it's, a, it's a, a, a teaching on how to be proactive about things, how to accept responsibility for your own success, how to not um, be a victim of circumstance, and set priorities, take initiative, solve problems, um, not independently as if you're an island in and of yourself and, with, and you don't have any support, but that you're able to do that um, in the context of a, of a team. So, of course, I told our staff, our, my goal is that all of us become self-leaders and we grow in this. And, um, and so in the book, it talks about um, developing as a self-leader, how to do that. And one of the first things is to make an honest assessment of where you're at with regard to your own competence and your commitment and, um, and not even in a general sense, but in the various areas of your portfolio. Um, and, like, and so each of us have multiple aspects of our, of our jobs. And we're not just, we don't just have monolithic job descriptions. They're dynamic. There's multiple things there. And so what's our level of competence? What's our commitment, level of commitment? And kind of puts that on a, on a continuum mm-hmm. to where we can assess, we, here's where I'm at, because here's what's important. Wherever you're at on that, uh, and he has it kind of in four stages, a D1 to a D4, D1 being somebody who's a beginner, what he calls an enthusiastic beginner. A D4 is somebody who is a self-leader. They're a self-reliant achiever. And the point of it is, wherever you're at on the continuum, um, the person who's leading you 
needs to be aware of that so that they can give you what you need. And I think that's a key because that's one of the that's one of the the big points of the one minute manager is the one minute manager uh, serves those that are responsible to them, and they lead they need to lead them in a way that will be helpful for wherever they're at in that in that on that continuum, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Did I get that pretty good? Did I explain that all right? So, so he talks about being a situational leader. You lead according to the needs of those who you are leading. And so that's, that's the, the situation, knowing your goals, knowing your tasks, what you're responsible for, being able to do a self-diagnosis um, and then leading yourself and, and then being responsive to, you know. So, okay, so don't look at my notes, Jordan. He just looked at my notes. Why did you put us on the same side of the table? Well, Jordan just because I, I know that he he, he likes to um, fidget a little notes. bit, and it's he's in danger of bumping the microphone. So, huh. okay, so I'm going to put Michael on the spot now. Okay. okay. Yeah. Oh, I'm ready. So, Michael. Yep. Um, there are two things that a leader is supposed to provide for those that he or she is leading. Yes. Do you remember from the teaching what those two things are? Mm-hmm. What are they? Well, I could give you the short answer or I could give you the long answer. And I am going to give you the long answer because I had to take a minute to remember the two things. <laughs> so they need direction at times. At times? Always. How much direction? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They need varying it. level of direction. Yep. And it is in. It's not encouragement. It starts with an S. Support. Okay. That's correct. Okay. But I. Yeah. I was. It was not encouragement. It was support. So they yep. need at various times. They need varying levels of direction and support. Yes. Yep. So. So that's right. So. So depending on their level of competence. Mm-hmm. And their level of commitment will determine how much direction and how much support. Mm-hmm. So we talked about. Remember, there's an inverse relationship. If a person, Jordan, if a person has low competence, how much do they need? Low or high direction? High direction. High direction because they're not feeling super competent, mm-hmm. right? They, or they're not. They're not super competent. So we got to give more direction. And the same thing with commitment. If they're super committed, do they need lots of support or little support? Low support. Low support, right? Because they don't they're they don't need a cheerleader. They they're excited. They're they're totally committed. Um, and and we kind of there's an ebb and flow to this, right? Mm-hmm. Sometimes we sometimes our our commitment levels wane, and we need somebody to come alongside of us and say, "Hey, man, you can do this, right? You mm-hmm. got this. What? Well, how can I serve you?" And um, and I I just I'm really. Um, I think this is going to be really good for us in our own, like for you, Michael and Jordan, and for myself and for the rest of our staff and our elders. And I think it's going to trickle down to our key leaders, all of our volunteers and the church at large that um, we're going to benefit from this. And I, and I told our staff on Tuesday that, um, that this is this, we need this to get into our, the very kind of culture of our, of, of the church. Um, starting with staff and elders, and and um, and this is going to take some time. So we're going to this this is a drum we're going to beat 
uh, for it might be the rest of the year that we this is our looking up like maybe for the rest of the year because yeah. once we get self-leadership down and we start getting that kind of integrated into our our the way we're uh, functioning in our service and leadership to the church then we're going to go to the then we're going to go to the high performing teams because the just as each individual is on a development continuum so it is with teams teams develop a kind of um predictively as well mm -hmm. and so uh so this is going to be i think very beneficial to the church yeah i'm looking forward to it because it's some it's something that doesn't just apply to our roles here as leaders of of the church you can apply this in your home life uh, as as well and the people that you're you're around in that regard so it's going to be something that's applicable in all those areas is something that's definitely worthwhile and for me personally i love the idea of the fact that we're that we're going to dwell on it for a little bit we're going to let it we're going to let it resonate with ourselves because i am somebody who's got to learn by repetition mm. I, I just i love to review and the repetition that way it gets it really into my core and then i'm able to kind of distribute that to others uh, as well. So one final thing we want to make sure everyone's aware of. Of course, it's well understood that we do have a vast listening audience at this point is our annual meeting coming up here in a couple weeks on March 6th. Brent, tell us about it. Yeah, it's well, I'm I'm looking forward to it in the sense that we've got a little bit of business to take care of. It's important business, but it's little in that we have two elders to ratify uh, as a congregation, that's that's what we do as a congregation. We ratify the elders, and these are two guys that have already been serving as elders. So, and just like, you know, not to sway anybody's vote, but these guys are just—they uh, love Jesus, they love the church, they've been serving so well. So, I'm really glad for that. And then we just like basically just going to make sure that uh, the church is aware of the financials, where we're at in that, maybe give an update on the building for the future campaign. And um, I don't know, I've been thinking, do we even, we talked about the Roaring Twenties update at, um, at our vision night back in January. So I'm not even sure where we touch, the, touch base on that. I just think it's gonna be a relatively short meeting after the second gathering on March 6th, according to the bylaws. And, um, and yeah, people that are members can be a part of that for sure, should be a part of that. And people that are um, that are not me not official members, but are vested, you know, people who care about the church and, and want to know where the church is going, they're certainly invited to be a part of that as well. As far as you know, taking taking in the content, being good observers, and all that. So should be, you know, I think it should be a good um, a good and short meeting. Good. That sounds good to me. Jordan, is there anything you wanted to add to that? Nope. Okay. That I, all sounds I, great. I figured. I figured as much. Well. Looking forward to seeing you all Sunday here in person or online, 9.30 and 11 o'clock. See you there.